Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. We're going to go over, there's five different points that Celine and Kevin want to talk about today. And so let's just jump right into them. So number one is something uh, called Give Him Touch. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about that? All right. Do you want to go first? Well, sure. I mean, from from a guy's perspective, so, you know, when we say give him touch, a lot of times people think, oh, go straight for his cock. And while that is perfectly fine and that absolutely works, when I think of uh, wanting a woman to give me touch, it could actually be anywhere. Any form of touch, if she is being affectionate towards me and using touch, it's starting to get me in the mood. Mm. I love this. And you're also saying that going to your cock feels pretty good, right? Oh, no, no complaints there. <laughs> so, you can start there. <laughs> actually, that's a good point you bring in, Kevin, because um, starting with the cock is a great place to help a guy be like, feeling okay, like, oh, she's getting there. She's giving my cock attention. I can relax. And then you can start touching him other places too. And one of the things that a lot of women kind of do, they're like, well, but if I touch him, it's going to have to lead to sex. And that's not how you should do things. So you need to retrain yourself, you men, and be like, put some good guidelines around touch and say, touching is awesome. And it doesn't have to always lead to a certain outcome. You can just touch for the sake of connecting, of keeping the arousal. We call this the constant state of arousal, of keeping this alive. And so when you have those, um, I'm going to call these guidelines in place, it makes it easier to be like, oh, we're just here to like be touchy and just enjoy and just feel good for a minute. And it doesn't have to go anywhere else. Yeah, I, I just want to throw something in there because my my primary love language is touch and so i love touch like i love touch in any form i love hand holding i love holding you know like you know i can sit and like lay with my girlfriend forever you know i just i love touching i love kissing i love caressing i just love hugging like any of that kind of stuff for me is just amazing and it's and it is arousing and as as a man i know for myself at least i i just like when i'm touching a woman it's just like you know i mean it feels good and it feels arousing and it feels exciting and sexy so yeah i actually totally agree with that I love what you brought there, Matt, with when you touch a woman, you feel good. I always say that a happy woman is like a battery charger for a guy. So if the woman is really happy, she's in her feminine energy, in a good place, she vibrates this, this energy. And when a guy touches her, he literally feels recharged. So she doesn't have to do anything but be 100% her beautiful feminine self and allow some touch for the two of them to benefit from it. So this is a good reframe because a lot of women are like, oh, I have to give him touch. But I think we can also put it as receive touch, as like just give touch, give and take touch right in the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's brilliant. And, and I love the way that you said that. And, and, I, you know, just to kind of reinforce this idea that Celine was just talking about, you don't even necessarily need to do anything, right? You don't need to give anything. Like a lot of, uh, I get women all the time and they're like, okay, what should I be doing and how should I be doing? And, and a lot of times it's like, 
you don't need to do anything, right? The guy's there, right? His masculine instincts start kicking in. He start, you know, he starts touching you. He starts getting aroused, you know, and, and doing things, believe it or not, sometimes can even kind of repel him if you're doing the wrong things and you don't know what you're doing. And, you know, you, you think, oh, you know, I watched this porn one time. I should be doing this. And then you do some weird thing and the guy's like, oh, God, what are you doing right now? You know, and he's totally ends up getting turned off by it by Whereas if you just did nothing, right, you're, you're far more likely to turn him on and for him to move forward and for him to try to do different things. Um, so, yeah, I love that point there. You know, I would add, too, that as guys, we're, we're relatively simple. In other words, it's pretty hard for the women to go wrong. Yeah, it's possible they could do something really weird that hurts or whatever. But for the most part, if they just touch us, they pretty much can't lose. absolutely absolutely and and i was actually just doing a video the other day where i kind of talked a little bit about touch and i just want to throw one other thing in there since we we haven't mentioned it yet and it's kind of this permission thing right when as a woman if you touch a man it kind of creates this thing where all of a sudden he has permission to touch you and to start doing other things with you because you initiated that touch And so a lot of times what happens, especially in this day and age where there's a lot of things going on with like the Me Too movement and uh, a lot of guys are a little bit hesitant to do things around women, especially around touch because they're scared of being called a creep or being accused of being like a, a, you know, some kind of sexual assaulter or something like that. And so giving him kind of permission by touching him can also be a really powerful thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, always have those kinds of conversations. If this is somebody that you're in relationship with, you should have those kinds of conversations because she might say, hey, every time I touch you, it doesn't mean you have to touch me. Or if I touch you in a certain way, that doesn't mean you have to touch me in the same way. Maybe she wants you to touch her in a slightly different way. And these are just conversations you should be having. Yeah. And and it's funny that you say that, Kevin. And and it's interesting because in in my community, I talk about that all the time. We actually talk about it in some of these videos sometimes because we'll get women on here who will ask questions. But it's it's one of those things where it's amazing what just having a conversation about something can just change everything, you know, by just saying, you know what, we'll just talk about it, right? Instead of trying to figure out the clues and look for, you know, hidden signs and stuff, you're just like, you know what? let's talk. Let's talk about something. Let's be transparent. Let's have an open conversation. So that's, that's a really great point. Absolutely. We always say to women, you can't expect a man to be a Jedi mind reader. And I know that we women tend to be like, but I left so many little clues and, and I insinuated this. I mean, of course I said it in so many ways, he should get it. And one of the things that we always say is like, you have to be clear, concise, direct. You can't like wrap this into a 17 word sentence and like different concepts. You have to be very clear and you have to be direct. You can't be like, I kind of said it, but and if he was clever, he should know it. That doesn't work. So if you want something, speak up. And that's just something we'll talk about more in the later points too. Right. And as guys, we love that. Like, we give us the rule book. Like, we're great <laughs> at following rules. Like, just tell us how to do it and we'll do it. <laughs> Ooh, we yeah. love men like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's move on to the second secret here. And this one is called cock worshiping. Mm, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm going to be like pretty blunt here. When I work one-on-one -on -one with clients, you know, and I give them the outlines about the things that I'm going to teach them, usually, um, and I have cock worshiping in there, that's basically when every guy is sold. is like, why do we sign up to work with you? <laughs> and um, so that's how powerful this concept is. Now, that concept is also received a little bit differently from the women because they go like, really? all about his cock, like, does it have to be that? Do I have to do that? And I want to share a concept here that you have to remember that guys are wired a little bit differently. What you want is to have that connection, that intimate connection with your guy. If you want to get there, you go to through his cock to his heart. Well, for you as a woman, usually you go to your heart and then that allows you to open up with your pussy and like really get in the mood. For him, it's the opposite. And by the way, these are like guidelines and I'm not saying every woman's like this, every guy is like this, but they work for a lot of people, okay? And so what does cock worshiping look like? It's about giving his cock attention. Again, it's giving his cock attention with no expectations. If there are any guys listening right now, you have to drop the expectation that she needs to finish you off, make you calm, or give you X amount of time of blowjobs or, or hand jobs or whatever that is. Um, and one really important concept I also want to bring in here before I let you talk, Kevin, no is, is about stopping the boner shaming that goes on. And this is very subtle and not subtle the way women do that. But oftentimes they go like, again, you're cock or they laugh or they say like, they, even between them, like, oh, the guys, it's all about their penises, you know? And like, there's always a little hint of like either shaming or making fun of. And every time you do that, you're literally like hurting a man. And we have to stop the way we talk about penises, cocks, dicks, whatever we want to call these. We have to stop. And if worshiping is not the word you want to use, but really appreciating and loving them for who they are and loving them through and with their penises. And if we can do that, then it can change our interaction between men and women. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I didn't know if Matt wanted to add anything in there, but you know, the real key to making that work is exactly what you said, Celine, which is as a guy, we can't have expectations that every time she touches us, that's automatically going to lead to sex or somehow she has to finish us. And that's one of the big things that we teach in our online courses, too. It's like, you know, again, if there are men listening, man, one of the biggest things I could teach you is to drop those expectations and learn how to move the sexual energy through your body so that if you do that, she'll actually touch your cock more often. And that's the thing is you, you want to talk about how to drive a man wild, right? Which is, is the whole point of this conversation, sex secret, secrets to drive a man wild. If you want to drive him wild, it's that constant stimulation all the time. You walk by him in the kitchen and you grab his cock or you're rubbing his shoulders or all those little things that constant, what we call the constant state of arousal will drive him wild guaranteed. But it only works if every time there isn't an expectation because if there is an expectation you're not going to do it when you walk by him in the kitchen very interesting that's some <laughs> some interesting stuff and and i you know it's interesting because it, you know, we we have the two perspectives here. And, and so I know some of the women that are listening to this, I get women all the time that are like, Hey, I wish that, you know, you would work with me and my boyfriend or me and my husband or me and, you know, 
my partner that that I'm with. And and just to let you guys know, uh, Celine and and Kevin, they actually work with partners. And if you're interested in that, I'm throwing up their link below in the video here. And there should also be a link above or below this video that you can go and check out their website if you're interested in working together as a couple with. Uh, Celine and Kevin, you should go and check that out for sure. But that's that's uh, very very interesting stuff that you guys are talking about here. And you know, just from the the guy's perspective as well, one of the things that we talk about in our community is a lot, we talk a lot about freedom, right? Giving guys freedom. Well, it's it's the same way with women a lot of times, right? If if you give them freedom to do things instead of trying to make them do stuff all the time, they're far more likely to do something right? <laughs> because they want to, and they don't feel like they're being forced to do it anymore. And so suddenly it comes from this place of desire, this place of, I want to please this person. I want to be great to this person. I want to celebrate this person instead of this place of, man, this person's forcing me to do this thing again, and I don't like doing it. And uh, it's this horrible chore. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's great information right there. And, you know, I'm going to probably speak for a lot of women. I don't know about you, all women listening, but me, every time I get to give him, my husband, a boner, I feel super powerful. I'm like super powerful <laughs> sex goddess. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this feels really good to me as well. And then there's this whole thing that happens when it's like I gave him a boner. He's got the energy and then he wants me and he chases me. And that whole thing of being chased is really good for me, where I go like, oh my gosh, my man wants me. So you're really working with that dynamic of polarity and attraction and playing with that. And that's how you can keep your sexuality alive, um, especially when you've been together for several years. We've been together for over four years and we still feel attracted. We still want sex with each other. It's still not something that has been put in the back burner because we apply everything that we teach. Hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So let's jump on to sex secret number three. And this one is tease him. Mm. So what does this look like, guys? <laughs> well, I think in tease him, you know, there's always this idea, oh, teasing him means you've got to do something specific at a specific point in time. And what I think of when I think of tease him and when we were writing this list down, what was really in my mind was the little things that she does day in and day out that maybe people don't think of. So it's not just that she's teasing me by giving me a boner. It might just be that uh, in the morning when she's getting dressed, she puts on extra sexy underwear that day and, and makes sure that I notice that she does that. <laughs> While you're still in the shower and I come around, I'm like, just to let you know, that's what I'm wearing underneath my clothes. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Lots of little things like that. And there are some others on the list, too, you might want well, to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I think what's important here is to find your own flavor of what feels natural and fun for you. And there's a plethora of things you could do from uh, dirty talking, sexy pictures to like, um, like doing like like, I don't know, whatever that is for you, that it looks like where you want to wear a sexy dress at home for him, because we have a tendency to always get dressed really nice when we go out, but not so much for our partners. It's those little things. Find something that you love. What's your signature? Or maybe it's like a perfume that you wear that drives him wild, you know, and explore a little bit outside of the box. You know, it could be easy to be like, 
hey, um, I could try, I don't know if I can say the word cock or like use that dirty talking all the time, but maybe I can look at, and I know Matt, you've got a lot of things about like texting and things to say, you know, and like, like try some things to see what lands, what works for him. And if you're not sure, sit down with your man and ask him. He's going to tell you. He's going to give you the manual. It's super easy to please him. He'll let you know if you do one, two, three, I'll be happy. And we sometimes think like, oh my God, I have to come up with 37 things to keep him interested. Trust me, the three things that you do over and over will last forever. I still love all the things you do. <laughs> I don't get tired of them. You know, there's, there's little things too. Like sometimes if I'm out all day long, um, mm. you'll just send me like a, a sexy GIF or something or, you know, a, a little text or something. I love it. Mm-hmm makes me uh, look forward to coming home. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, and I just wanted to throw something in there too and, and kind of play off of what Celine just said. And it's something that, that I also hear a lot, right? And it's this idea of kind of figuring out what's going on with your guy in particular as opposed to, you know, like people come to me and they're like, okay, what do I do with a guy? Right. Or they'll be like, and, and I'll give them a bunch of text messages and then I'll hear women and they'll say different things. Like, you know, I, I sent him this text message, but you know, he, he doesn't want to text. Like how, how do I get him to text with me more often? And I want him to say he loves me over text and, you know, have these long conversations, you know, and it's like, well, he might not be a texter kind of guy, right? He might be a in-person kind of guy who wants to see you and be with you and spend time with you. But over text, he's like an idiot. And so he doesn't, he doesn't want to text. And so it's one of those things, you know, find, find what works with your guy. And, and again, back to the whole conversation thing, like there's nothing that beats like actually having real conversations and, and talking to somebody about what it is that they actually like and what turns them on and what they, what makes them feel like they're loved and, and cared for and, and appreciated. And so that's that absolutely, totally. And, and kind of throwing in the, the appreciation thing, let's move on to sex secret number four, which is appreciate them. How do you guys appreciate them? Okay. Well, first I will just start by saying that this is one of the biggest keys to having a successful relationship with a man. We like to be appreciated. And when we say appreciated, it could literally be like appreciating us for taking out the trash or noticing the little things that we do day in and day out. Like, oh, I, I refilled the, the uh, window washer fluid in your car, you know, when you didn't even ask me to do that. That's all those little things mean a lot to us as men. And they may seem completely insignificant, but just like the criticisms build, right? You think all those little criticisms that you do don't really mean anything. Oh, it was just a little thing, but they build, you know, and then resentment happens. But the same thing happens with appreciation. All those little things that you notice about the little things that we do for you or around the house or whatever, they build up and they mean something to us. Mm. So pay attention when you appreciate your man. Haven't, have you noticed when you start to tell him something you love about him or something he did, usually he'll start to, his, has, his chest will puff up. He'll sit straighter. Like the, it's instant. You see it. And the secret to giving good appreciation is number one is to be genuine. Okay. You can't like manipulate somebody into appreciation. This is the worst thing. So it has to be genuine and it has to be specific. 
because it's the same if a guy comes to you and tells you you're beautiful it kind of goes over your head you're like yeah whatever you know i've heard that a million times and what what is beautiful about me but if a guy tells you your green eyes sparkle so much today i'm, I'm really making it up and you're like oh my gosh he's seeing me and so you take this on much better and so it works the same for a man if you can appreciate him for specific things and again it could be just for his willingness to give you hugs when you're stressed out where you can just let go and melt it could be for his willingness to always be up for lovemaking and or like I have to say, when we're both tired, it's always Kevin who does the first move to get us to have sex. Because I always say, I, I'm not saying no, but I don't have energy to do it. And he's always the one who like does it to make it happen. And then I'm so excited that he did it. And, it. and I'm like, yeah, so this is like little things that I can appreciate. I can appreciate the fact that... Um, he he takes good he grooms he takes good care of his body i can appreciate things that he does so it's not just all sexual it's it's just about all the little things and what it requires you to do is to start to pay attention and that means that the person is feeling seen and appreciated and and i think it's really important to stop this um track that most people are on that they only share the negative things between each other and to do like the reverse to spend more time appreciating each other and as we are being like live right now as in the world we need even more time like more of this appreciation we need to focus on the things that we love and appreciate about everyone including our partners and the, and the world in general yeah absolutely Um, you guys still there? Sorry, I, yes. we had a little fluctuation here in the in the camera thing, or maybe the internet connection, or something. So yeah, I, I love. I mean, appreciation is something I talk about all the time, and I love it. And and I'm so glad that you wanted to talk about it today because it's it's one of my favorite topics. Not only because men like to be appreciated, but so first off, one thing I wanted to say, and I know that we're gonna hear something about this because I hear about it every single time that I talk about this subject. And, and the 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 thought is, you know, he should be appreciating me, right? Like I appreciate him. I'm not gonna or yeah, that's another one I hear. I'm not gonna appreciate him until he appreciates me, right? And and all those things. And and it's one of those things where I, I totally firmly believe that you should only be in a situation where somebody where there's it's a two way street where somebody cares about you and loves you and gives to you as well. And at the same time, if you want him to start doing those things for you, my suggestion is that you start by doing those things for him and bring that out. And, and there's a lot of things that will end up happening when you start appreciating him and thanking him and, and being grateful for him. And one of them is that he will start doing more of the things that you appreciate in him. I mean, I, I talk about this uh, specifically in my Love Frames Toolkit program. But when you start talking, he starts doing things and you start thanking him for that and, and telling him how it turns you on and how it's so sexy and, and how it makes you feel so loved and, and like you're, you're being taken care of and all those things, right? The guy, like Celine said, the guy's like, yeah, you know, and all of a sudden he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm taking care of my girl over here. Right. And, and next thing you know, he starts wanting to do those things more and he, he'll find little times to be in that situation so that he can do those things. And then you'll like, look over at you and 
be like, you know, is, is, is she going to, is she excited about it? Is she appreciating it again? Right. And, and it, it almost becomes like this thing where he can get addicted to this appreciation that you're giving to him because it feels so good. And, and a lot of people don't receive appreciation at all in their lives. And so this can be a really, really powerful thing where you're connecting with him in ways that that he might not get connected with, you know, as long as it is genuine and authentic, like Celine was talking about, this can be a way that you really connect with him that that he doesn't get connected with by anyone else. And so, yeah, absolutely. Was was there anything else you wanted to say about it, Kevin or Celine? Um, well, the, you pretty much covered it all. And I would just maybe reiterate that point of like, you can get into this bad situation when you say, I'm not going to do it until he does it. And the same thing in the other way. If he says the same thing, I'm not going to do it until she does it, then nobody does it. Nothing happens, right? So this idea that, yeah, if she starts appreciating him, she will start to notice that not only will he do more of the things that she's appreciating, but he will then start appreciating her back. It will just happen. And if you sit there and say you're not going to do anything until the other side starts, then nothing's going to happen. Yeah. And I want to share the game that we play. So if you are one of the women like Matt is talking about, well, I want him to appreciate me more. We play a game where um, I ask Kevin, tell me three things you love about me. So I literally go and ask him if I feel like I need appreciation, I literally go and ask him. What that does is number one, I get my needs met, so I get appreciated. And number two, it makes him feel very powerful as a man because he's providing something that I need. So it actually works for both of us. And this is a game that we give all couples that work with us. And we're like, rather than listening to stupid things on the radio when you're driving, tell each other like things that you love. And when I'm really needy, it's like, I say seven things or 17, like I go like really high numbers and it's kind of fun between us to just play with that. And then what's really important is to receive the appreciation, is to just take it in. You don't have to do anything, give anything back, say anything, but thank you and smile. Mm. And that's it. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. For sure. Hey, and if you're watching right now and you get what we're talking about, say, I get it in the chat. Let us know that you understand what we're talking about. If you don't get what we're talking about in the chat, ask us some questions. What, what don't you understand? Or if you have any other questions about your situation or something that's going on with you, feel free to ask us any kind of question you want to, and we will answer it here in a little bit. All right, so let's move on to number five. So number five, sex secret number five that drives men wild is boom, ba -doom, be sexually confident. So what are we talking about here? Is it, you know, I, I know a lot of women kind of, there's kind of this fear around uh, like confidence and, you know, the like kind of being like masculine, thinking that it's kind of like this turnoff, but, you know, people talk about it. So, so what's, what's your viewpoint on this? Well, so I personally love when a woman is sexually confident. I don't so much appreciate when she gets into like super masculine mode or but, bossy, or, or bossy. <laughs> but the thing is, they're, they're really two different things. You can be sexually confident without being masculine. So what do we mean by sexually confident? Well, uh, the fact that she talks about sex, that she brings it up, that she shows that she's actually interested in wanting or having sex. Um, all of those uh, things that we talked about when we said tease him, those little kind of flirty things, 
If she actually does those, those are examples of being sexually confident. I mean, if she puts on a really hot pair of panties and then has them sticking out of her pants and she walks by you and makes sure that you see it, that's her being sexually confident. It doesn't mean that she has to come over and grab you, throw you down on the bed, rip your pants off and go straight for your cock. That's not necessarily what we mean by sexually confident, right? We just mean that she is a sexual being. She owns the fact that she's a sexual being and she shows you that she's a sexual being. Yeah, and so it can show up as two things, right? The first thing is to tell him what you want sexually. So be specific and it's okay if you like turning red or like feeling embarrassed. Don't don't get too childish with it, but just like be okay with asking for what you want and tell him what you want him to do to you. That's really, really hot, right? And um, you could also tell him what you want to do to him. This is great banter. This is a fantastic thing to do over text, or over a voice message, or even, you know, while having dinner, because you know what dessert's going to be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so also it's about asking for what you want. And this is really important. This is what being sexually confident means, means that you are in touch with your pleasure and that you, you ask for it. And whether it's like, I need to slow down, give me a little bit more foreplay, or I want you to touch my entire body. Oh, honey, this feels so good. I could take this for a little bit longer. Keep caressing me. Ooh, slower. Oh, that's it. I love it. Just like that. Keep going. This is being sexually confident and being very specific. And it's not that hard, right? So ask for what you want. Guide him in positive way. Appreciate when he does it. And you're going to keep this energy going. And I think it's also very important for all of the women listening today to know your body. Become, you to be sexually confident, you know, have to know what you like and how your body operates. And you cannot just leave it to the other person to figure it out. And let, him, let me tell you something, like, I know my body, Kevin knows my body very well. Uh, but the other day I was working with a client of mine and I was like, I wanted to teach her how to have cervical orgasm. And I was like, I want to like really explore that again on my own, just to really understand the process to break it down for her. So I told Kevin, I'm going to be in the bedroom. Don't bother me for an hour. Then you can come and maybe I'll be in the mood for sex and I'm going to be masturbating and exploring. And in doing that, I was exploring the inside of my vagina, feeling where my cervix was, how I was reacting to things. And even though, I mean, I've been doing this for like just about two decades now. I already know a lot of things. I still discovered new things about my body. And then when Kevin came upstairs, I was already ready. All we had to do was to insert him inside me and we had great sex, but I started to feel things differently. And since then, we even able to feel um, when he's touching my cervix with his penis, when like with the positions that stimulated. So what I'm trying to share with you is that just because I took the time to explore my body, I was able to guide him even better. And it's, it took our sex to even another level. That's awesome. And I, I just want to kind of pinpoint on something that Celine's talking about so that if you're watching this right now, you can kind of go back later and kind of rewatch this and, and take a look at what Celine was doing there when she was talking about being sexually confident and talking about what she wanted and being in that kind of playful state, right? You don't have to be Celine, 
right in the bedroom you can be you but there there's a big difference between like connecting to this playful state this playful place that you're in and and having fun with it and enjoying it and talking about it and it's you know it's it's this dance it's this play it's this you know thing that you're doing with this guy as opposed to kind of this thing where you've got this checklist and you're trying to get him to do this thing and, you know, he's not doing it. And so you're mad about it. And, you know, and, and you told him once and you told him twice and, you know, he's still not doing it. Right. It's, it's a totally, totally different experience, not only for you, but also for the guy that you're with. And so if you want to do that, you know, one, one of the things that I suggest is that I suggest you, spend more time kind of just, you know, exploring this idea, exploring these ideas of playfulness and connection and, and, and asking for what you want and, and all of those kinds of things. And, and one of the ways that you can do it is by going and checking out some more of Celine's work, watching some more of her videos, listening to her podcast, listening to the way that she's, she's talking about things, get kind of try to feel some of that energy that she has and kind of pull in some of that energy for yourself and, and feel where it is for you when you're being playful, when you're being connected, when you're having fun, right. And you're doing that with your guy. And even if, you know, things don't go exactly the way that you wanted them to and how you expected them to staying in that state and staying connected and staying in play and staying in fun, right. Because like what we talk about, love is playful and fun. It's not, it's not serious. It's not expectations. It's not force. It's not control. Role. It's not manipulation. It's connection. It's it's growing through each other. It's it's this playful dance that you guys are having together. That's sometimes wild. Sometimes it's all over the place. Sometimes it's completely unexpected. And and that's where you want to be because that's that's power, right? That's that's where you have more control and you think about it and you're like, Oh, but if he's not doing exactly what I want, am I really in control? And it's like, you're, you're far more likely to be in control because you're not trying to make it through force. You're not trying to get him to, you know, do something by force. And so he, he's more likely to meet you in this, in this dance and want to play with you. And so, uh, yeah. Was there anything else you guys wanted to say about that? Well, I think you pretty much nailed it. I mean, what you were describing really is the difference between power versus force, right? And right. Many of you have probably read the book or maybe you haven't, but the idea of having the power to let something happen or guide something in the direction uh, versus trying to force it to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you and cherishes you visit the foreverwomanformula.com right now